That was yo, terrible. Let's do this shit. Yo. Uh, <laughs> All right. And we're good here. We're live on both. We're good here. For the first time in how long we're actually doing this. Not only are we on time, but we're actually doing it twice a week. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What the hell? It's weird. Feels weird. It does feel weird. Like, what are we going to say now? I know exactly what we're going to say. I feel like we have a lot to say. Yeah, we do. I'm going to start it off with something heavy. I'm very depressed. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Are you good? I think so. Maybe not. That sounds pretty manic. Yeah, I am pretty manic. Yeah, that sounds pretty manic right now. I'm depressed and then manic and then I look at the gun. Chill out. I know, bro. I shouldn't be laughing at no. that. That's not a funny joke. But. Word. <laughs> what? I just saw those drawings in there. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, those are the custom ones that my friend made. Yeah, I fuck with those. Those are dope. Yeah, I fuck with those. Those are like one of ones. Nice. And then I have another RC pair that he made me. Reminiscent pair. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's dope. Do you have a reason why you're depressed, or is it just mentally? Yeah, like I it's... do. Uh, it's work. I really don't want to be there anymore. I feel it. Don't want to be there anymore. At and, least you uh, have a reason. Like at least you can see why. Yeah, I'm just not doing what I want to do. Are you still designing? Yeah, no, of course. I'm doing all that. I'm just not in a place where I should be. And I checked my credit score the other day, and that made me more depressed. Fam. Yeah. Like, it's bad, dude. And the fact that I'm still, like, living with my parents at this age. You know what's wild? I was just talking to my mom the other day about that. And, um, I'll just not even be in frame. Uh, ah, fuck it. We're in frame because of fuck. Um, I was just talking to my parent to my mom about that. And she's like, well, don't you want me to get a house? And I was like, yeah, but, like, I feel like I should get a business first. Yeah. But I don't know if that's backwards or not. No. Because all the greats have done that, live with their parents while they build their business. Like, I feel like if I could, like, get a business, like, a building, like, you probably can't sleep in there. But at the same time, who the fuck's going to tell you you can't sleep in there? Who says, bro? Just get a fucking pull-out couch. Yeah. Just do that. Yeah. That's what I would do if I had, like, my own spot. I would live there. They can't say nothing to you. What I'd really like to do is get that van, like, get a van that you can live out of. And just have, like, a dope-ass garage I can just park my car. Like, the back, like, if you... Because there's a bunch of places that have something like that. Yeah. Where it's, like, you just, like, a driving garage. Like, you're, you just drive in, and it's like, all right, this is the back. This is, like, in for you, you could even have, like, this where we have the, you know, t-shirt press. This is where we have, you know, stuff like that. So, and just, like, driving in the back and just, like, all right, cool. I'm going to crash here for the night. Have a couch, have some stuff there. You could probably do that. The problem would be, like... You pro- well, no, actually, the only problem, I guess, would be you couldn't have other people do it. Okay. Like, you couldn't sell that, because it's not zoned for that. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I guess. But, like, I feel like you only get in trouble for zoning if you just don't shut the fuck up and do what you were going to do anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do want to get my own space. Like, not living space, but my own <clears throat> creative space. I mean, both. Well, yeah, and living and all that stuff. I mean, you were looking at a place in Tempe, right? I was. Was it Tempe? I thought we were talking about... 
I thought you were talking about having oh a store yeah, yeah. yeah definitely yeah, yeah yeah yes yes that would be cool that would be really nice have like a sneaker shop sell reminiscent out of it we don't really have sneaker shops in Tempe do we yeah there is there's Wang's Closet yeah but that's not like a sneaker sneaker shop Yeah, there, it's not Flight, flight Club Oh no! Yeah, this is kind of like Fight Club. They they don't do consignment though; they just buy and sell. I feel that consignment's probably the best bet to go. Consignment's cool. I get like twenty percent. They get eighty. That's not nothing. That's like you could definitely pay rent with that. No, for sure. If people want to consign, that'd be fun. That'd be a good idea. I like that because there's this place called Legend Phoenix. I know yeah. Yeah, you know about it. Yeah. I went there the other day and talked to the owner and stuff, asked him a few questions about, you know, what you how, how do you do it? And he's just like, dude, people just come in and sell their shoes to me. That's all it is. Well, I mean, and he looks, obviously. He looks for stuff. Like, he goes to L.A. and buys yeah, shoes. Yeah, but it kind of reminds me of, like, GameStop almost, where it's like, all right, cool. You might not, like, for these shoes, you might make 250 but for these shoes, like... You might make 40 bucks. Yeah. No, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm definitely cool with that. If I could get five pair of shoes that I can make 250 on... Yeah. I'm fucking great on that. Because that's the day. Yeah. And so you think about what that would do over the course of a month, and you're talking about $750 just from... You know, if you were able to keep that pace, which you probably are, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe not now. But Plus, definitely. you could probably get a place where you don't pay a lot for rent. Rent's probably like what, two, three thousand, maybe four thousand at the most for retail, a yeah. retail space, something small. That's just the thing that I, I want to. I'm a little bit scared about doing is like for what I want to do. It it's like a vent. I want to eventually have like it's only almost like a venue. And you want like a warehouse. I want, yeah, I want a big ass warehouse that you can have a part music studio and part venue. Yeah, but that's not easy to make money with until you get like hella people. Yeah, dude, you gotta, you're gonna lose, you're not gonna lose money, but it's a big investment. Yeah, it's a big investment that yeah. you gotta think about for the first probably like year, year and a half, probably. Yeah, maybe even more, man. Yeah, gotta think realistically on that shit too. I'm not well, saying it's not doable because it is doable. You yeah, just, but it's it's not an overnight thing. No, it's not. This is not an overnight thing. This is something where you got to create it, but it's like yeah. we just got to shut the fuck up and do it. Well, I mean, and we are. I'm just talking to myself on that part. No, because like, even you, like you are doing that to an extent. Like, don't ever. I tell people all the time, like, don't ever think that the time that you spend rebuilding is time wasted. It feels like time wasted. It does feel like time wasted. Because I'm not really rebuilding. I'm just stuck in one spot. No, but, like, you still need that time to, like, get ideas from other places. Like, I hate when I'm just, like, sitting downstairs. Like, like last night, I was like, yo, this is how kind of, like, I feel like I'm in a rut. This is how kind of stuck I am. Is that I am on, actually, you know who I should have sent the stream out to? Um, but this is how kind of stuck I feel is that. I'm really just like kind of sitting there just like I'll turn on my Xbox and like nothing looks interesting to me. Yep. And it's just like okay well now what? You know. The only thing I'm interested in on YouTube is like sneaker shoot videos. Yeah. That's all I really care about. Like everything else I don't really like watching Chell Simon anymore. Was he inter- I mean he was always like kind of cool with me but he was never like. No he's very interesting to listen to because he's doesn't shut the fuck up but yeah, sure. I don't mean that in a bad way either because he always has something to say 
which is a good thing. Like, it keeps you uh, entertained. I think the thing about, uh, what's his name? I think the thing about, I don't know why it's not letting me do it. But see, this is, like, what the fuck? Okay. Fuck my eye. That's what I get for rubbing my eyes, dude. Um, I think the thing that I see about, uh, about Chael Sonnen is that there were some times that he reminds me a lot of Joe Rogan and that he just kind of says off the wall shit. But there's a lot more times that he reminds me of like an actual, like he knows the shit about fighting. Oh yeah. Like he does know the shit. His so. IQ, his fight IQ is like very, not fight IQ, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about too, because he's always been a really intelligent fighter. Um, even with like some of the fuck shit that he's pulled in fights, like he called it the Brazilian tap. Where, Brazilian tap. Yeah, where he faked the tap basically, and they let him go, and then he, you know, uh, swapped that into a takedown. Mm-hmm. Which that's one of those moves to me that's kind of like a fake glove touch. Like it's not illegal, but like you're a piece of shit if you do it. Yeah, exactly. You know, the bad guy, man. That's who he is. I liked him better when he was the bad guy. When he was the bad guy, because he was just talking shit, which. I mean, and that's another question, too, when you look at guys like McGregor, you have, like, like, Chael Sonnen said borderline shit, as far as race goes. He said a lot of borderline shit. And then McGregor said a bunch of, like, on the border, like, kind of teetering over shit. And then Covington just, like, went way over the line. Yeah, for sure. Which is crazy, because, like, Ben Askren just said that Colby Covington needs to calm down. Like, you know how Coming from the, Ben Askren. Yeah, you know like, how fucked up you are when Ben Askren is like, <laughs> Colby, hey man. chill. He's like, Colby's starting to become more of a keyboard warrior these days. I was like, I'd watch that fight. Damn. Oh, I would. Do you think, I don't think Ben would come back. No. Colby would beat his ass. I'm sorry. I don't think he'd beat his, I don't think he'd beat his ass. I can well, they're both good wrestlers. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Now, if, if Colby keeps on the feet, yeah, I can see him piece him up, but. That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's, if it's on the feet, definitely. Yeah. I can see that happening because Ben's okay on the feet. Yeah, I can't remember who he. No, he. Yeah, yeah, he did pretty well against Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Even though he just wrestled him though. Yeah, exactly. He did pretty well against Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. Okay. My brother showed me a picture of this dude, and uh, Paul Felder said something, and this guy goes. You should just stay retired. That shit was so funny, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm not gonna. He's like, I'm not gonna say it to your face or some shit. Yeah, he's he, like, why? He's like, what? what? He's, he's like, like you'd beat you my yeah, ass. Yeah, would you say that if, if I were there with you? No, you'd beat my ass. He's like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny as hell, dude. When I saw that, I started. Paul Felder like, seems like the type of guy who'd actually like kind of take that. Like, all right, that's actually funny. Yeah, he's like, of course. Paul, Paul Felder just seems like a cool dude. It kind of sucks though, because the guy who said that's a thousand percent right. He's a really, really good commentator. Yeah, and he's a good, he's a good fighter. Like he's a decent fighter. Yeah, he's a decent fighter, which is funny because like at, at the UFC level, he's decent. Like yes, we know he's beating everybody's ass in a bar fight, but oh for sure. But like he, he's a really, really good commentator. Though. Yeah, like, he is. He's really him. I think I almost think that Daniel Cormier is in that league too, and Dominic Cruz like. Because they're so good at commentary. Domin- Dominic Cruz is a commentator? Yeah, he does that a lot. And he's really, really good. Huh. He's really, really good. For who? UFC. Really? Yeah, they have like seven people now. Like Michael Bisping, he's really, really good at commentary. Michael Bisping's really good, yes. Uh, Daniel Cormier. Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz. Paul Felder. Oh. 
He said Dominic Cruz. Sorry, I got him confused with Dominic Reyes. Reyes sorry, yeah. I was like Dominic Reyes. Sorry, yeah. yeah. There's certain people though that like I think that they I would really really love to hear what they you know how they think. I think McGregor could actually be a decent commentator too, so long as his fight IQ is really good. That's what I'm saying. I think that he, like, if he keeps it unbiased, he'd be really good. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, it it's kind of hilarious when he is biased. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. It's kind of hilarious when he is. You know, when he do. Does. You, do you believe the retirement is real? I believe he has no plans on fighting. Yeah, exactly. I don't believe that he and I. He, there's no way he's fighting in, in a card with no fans. That's not happening. No. Because that's where he gets his fucking momentum from, right. the fans. So I don't... He's definitely fighting again. Now, is he fighting anytime soon? No. I can believe... I'll believe the retirement... And not... I don't want to say when I see it, because that's not what I mean. I'll believe the retirement if this COVID thing stretches into, into summer of next year. Yeah. If at this time next year we're still on lockdown, yeah, I think he's retired. I don't think he comes back after... Dude, this shit is getting out of hand, man. In what way? The COVID stuff. We live in Arizona, so like... Yeah, we got the worst. You know what's crazy? I'm So, I'm not sure if I've ever told the pod. You might know, actually. I play rugby, and so I watch rugby. You know that New Zealand has full stadiums of people? Still? Like, they're complete... There's no cases in New Zealand. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And Australia. Uh, Australia is still getting hit in certain provinces. Oh, okay. So I guess it was New Zealand that I read about. Yeah. New Z- Australia still has a couple of certain provinces. But New Zealand has no cases. Which is wild because when you look at New Zealand, that's not far from where the epicenter was. Yeah. The epicenter was China. And so, like, of course, like, Korea, Japan, the Philippines, Australia, of course they get hit. They're all in that Asia-Pacific region. But New Zealand had it for, like, what, like, three months? And they're, like, completely... There's no cases. Those mm-hmm. stadiums are full. I mean, like, full for rugby. Like, 40,000 people. Holy shit. Yeah. It's wild to think about that that's happening right now when yeah. the whole world's fucking burning. Except for New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, holy shit, man. Because, like, like, I didn't realize because I turned on a game and they showed all the fans and they're like... You know, it's been a long time, and I was like, that stadium is fucking full. Like, man. And, like, Sweden, they're not, they didn't put any sort of measures in, and so they're getting their asses kicked right now. Yeah. But, like, I don't well, know. Well, just like us. We opened up way too early. We opened up way too early. Like, if we were on lockdown for another month and a half, I think we would have been good. So, I just found out, because I had a coaching yesterday with my supervisor, I just found out that my job wanted to go back in August. And now they're not going to do that. Which yeah, like, it's not. You should have assumed six months. Yeah. Like, we're not opening up again until... Because it would have been March. Like, March, April. That's And that's why when I say that 2020 is over, that's what I mean. It's like, we're not doing anything for the rest of 2020. If you want to go do something, plan for 2021. 2020 is over, man. Like, I posted on on Instagram yesterday. Bali, Honolulu, all the events that, uh, that Starving Artists was going to run. No, they're next year now. Yeah. There's no point in trying to rush it for this year. There's just not. 
unfortunate. It is. Um, it is and it's not because at the same time, like, if you, you, we need to take this time to rebuild and we need to take this time to like learn how to take care of ourselves. Yeah, I agree with that. And plus, they're like some people are going crazy at the same time. And I feel for those people. I heard yeah, the suicide rate is it's climbing. But here's the thing, and I feel like we don't need to say this, but I'm going to anyway. There's obviously people that we're talking directly to when we say, like, no, you need to rebuild. Mm -hmm. And there's people that we're not. So if we're saying something, oh, you need to rebuild, we're not saying that, like, oh, we don't care about your mental health. We're saying people who feel good enough to learn how to take care of themselves, learn how to take care of yourself. Yeah. If you're not feeling good go see go get help go whatever you can you know uh, whether it's a warm line honestly this is kind of like if i did have a house this is when i would just be opening up to like people mm -hmm. honestly to be honest, like listen you want to just crash here for a week two weeks whatever let's do this facts you know like if i i kind of wonder if i did have a girl at this time would i just be at her house 100 percent um, if I, if I was living in Mesa alone and if I had a girl, like if I was doing what I was doing last year, but I had a girl, oh dude, I would just be like, no, come over. Like, no, just stay over. Like, I'm let, like, we'll set up your work, work at home from here. Yeah. Like, just stay over. But I mean, I'm very, I'm fortunate because I'm with family, you know? And so it's kind of like, I don't know, it kind of evens out to me. Which I know this isn't everyone, but to me, it kind of evens out. But, let's see. Oh, shit, is this that dude from uh, last week? Yo, shout out to anyone who just, oh, created at July 9th. Is today July 9th? Yeah. Yep. Alright, so, shout out to this dude. Is this the same dude from last week? No, you got no followers, bro. That's okay, we got no followers. Um... Yo, shout out to anyone who just, like, comes into a chat room, kicks what's the door up, down, bitch? and just goes, what's up, bitch? Get the fuck out the of here. The funniest part about that is that his name is bitch. So is he talking to himself? I don't know. We'll find out when I say they're not bots. Bots, man. Who cares? Uh, Mike Perry beat up an old dude and uh, threw out a bunch of racial slurs. Are you surprised? No. All right, well, moving on. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Alright, uh... Didn't hear about that, but... I, I saw it on Twitter today, but, like... I'm not surprised. Not surprised either. I'm not surprised at all. Just look at him. She? She what? Yo, all her bitch. Um, that's what... Yo, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Damn. But... Don't pay him any mind. Okay? Yeah, no. Just pop smoke. Are we about to pass on? Shit. Oh, man. Are we going to talk about how young... I don't want to say that. Like, I want to come with that sort of energy. <laughs> I almost... Fuck it. I was going to say, yo, are we going to talk about how young folks are pussy? But then, mature me thought, yo, are we going to talk about... Because here's the thing about young thug. I actually thought about this. It's fun and it's silly to be like, yo, young thug's a fucking pussy. But, like... We know how tight Young Thug is with Drake. I understand why he wouldn't want to be on a smoke on a song where Drake is like or where Push is shooting at Drake. Yeah. So I get why he wouldn't want to be on a song. Um 
I think it's kind of pussy to tell your uh, to tell the management. I feel like you could have just said something like, "Yo, man, can you not say that on the song?" Um, but that what that tells me is that they were recording with laptops. Yeah. Or you know emails. I mean? Yeah, something like that. So if because if you were like in the studio together, you would be like, "Hey, listen, can't be doing this." Yeah, because I think Griselda, like Griselda and Eminem, made a song where Eminem had to take where he just basically just like shit on Revolt and called out Joe Budden, but that was leaked later because Griselda's tight with Joe Budden, so they didn't want to like. So yeah. it makes sense that like Westside Gunner Conway would be like, "Yo, can't do that." Like not here, man. But not today. So that, I mean, that makes sense, but I don't know. It just, yeah, I remember that. I remember when it got leaked, like, what, last week or yeah, two weeks ago? Yeah, the funniest part, though, was that revolt. See, sometimes I forget about Diddy. Because part of me is like, yo, Diddy's corporate now. And then every now and then, you don't see it very often, but every now and then, revolt will post something like, yo, fuck you too, Eminem. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, this is Diddy's company. I forgot. That's funny. Yeah, when I saw that, I laughed. Fuck you, too. Yeah, I was like, oh. Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, no, there's not, I've actually heard a lot of rumors about Revolt recently. Like, they're going to do, like, a Revolt Sports Network that's going to show HBCU colleges, like, for football and basketball. It's pretty cool. I don't know if that's true. I would like to see it. My only question with Revolt is that's a lot of infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not. Because if you think about all the HBCUs, like, the furthest one north is Delaware State. And the furthest one south is in Florida. And the furthest one west is in, like, Ohio. So that might not be that crazy to be like, okay, we're showing this. Because a lot of them are in the same place. Like, when I was in, when I was living in Virginia, we had two HBCUs in, like, a 10-mile radius. So it might not be that hard to show, like, okay, you know, we can get people here, we can get people here. You just have to have, like, really good commentary. That's really all you need to be, like, for sports is, like, do you show HD? Yeah. Okay, do you have good commentary? Yeah. All right, then you're good. I'm just looking because my phone's on 17%. That's all. You want to charge it? Do you have a charger? Uh, yeah, be on my bed. Ah, uh, you're a bed charger, too. Yes, I am. You can just get up and take it out. It doesn't matter. How many chargers do you have? Oh. It's for my, uh, whatever that thing is. My girl gave it to me. So, I have a friend who, um, who, and this is, this sounds white. Wait, how's it charge? Why did it vibrate right there? Um, no, I have a friend who, um, oh, shout out to your girlfriend for giving you a charger. That's real love. Oh, shit. This no, no, she didn't give me the charger. She gave me that, uh, what is that? How, what are those called? Is that a diffuser? Diffuser, there we go. Yo, shout, shout out to anyone who gets somebody a diffuser. My dad got me a diffuser. Yeah. But, um, what was I going to say? Is that a diffuser? I like, think so. Huh? Or incense thing? Yeah. It just It just fucking gives a good smell to the room. Yeah, I mean, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, yo, know what I've been doing? Because I was going to talk to you. I was going to say something about how a friend of mine, uh, she's going through it right now. And I was like, yo. Speaking of going through it. I just want to put this out there. I was joking about the gun thing. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I was joking about the gun thing. I knew that because, like, 
Because we kind of brush over that now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, we kind of brush over that. Well, yeah, because that's what we usually do when yeah. we say stuff like that. But Well, because here's the thing. With us, too, like, we're really open about that shit. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's different. I, I just forgot that we were recording when we said it. and That's kind of the point of kickback, but I can definitely see where, like... Yeah, I don't want people to get worried. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm just going through it, but I'm not thinking well, that Well, that's way. why I asked, like, do you have a reason? Because sometimes you don't. Well, I mean, there is a reason, but at the same time, I feel like I don't have a reason, if that makes sense. Okay. Like... You know what I mean, though. If, like, if I did quit like, my job, would I be okay? Probably not. You shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't do it yet. Yet. Yeah, I know. Yeah. When you actually, like, when you actually get the building and stuff, that's when... So, like, my dad always said, you don't quit your job until you're working more, until you're making more money at the... Yeah, yeah, no, Side no, no, job, no. you yep. know. Yep. Which makes sense. I just wish I got paid more. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I get paid weekly, and I'm realizing now how much it is not enough. Yeah. Like, fi- like it's basically like 500 a week, which is cool. But, Damn. holy shit, man. So, yeah, back to your friend that's going through it. Sorry. Well, I mean... She said something today, and she was, and what I was telling her was, like, meditation. Meditation helps me a lot, but meditation, you know what I've been doing? I've been doing something with my mom. I've been waking up and doing, like, Pilates with my mom. Okay, that helps. Dog, that helps a lot, because it's like yoga, but it, like, it's, it's, like, really intense. Yeah. So it keeps your mind more engaged. Yeah, for sure. I'm just, like, I'm just going on record now, like, fuck all the yoga instructors, because they're fantastic about, like, at shit that I'm struggling with. Oh, yeah. So, you, like, look on the screen, and you see this, like, really cute girl. She's like, and now we're going to go ahead and stretch our ankles all the way behind our heads. I'm like, you? You will. Like, we're just going to stand up, and this is called tree pose. And you're looking, you're like, this is bullshit. I'm going to go lift weights. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but. Yeah, I'm going to go knock dude, out this bench yoga, press. Yoga is fucking hard. It's, it's really, really fucking good, though. Yeah, it is. It's good for you. And That chick that I was telling you about. Like, yoga's her thing. You know the one I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Someone saw that. <laughs> Someone definitely saw that. Someone definitely saw that. Well, it's funny because, like... <laughs> okay, so I was talking to one of my friends. So this friend is fucking great. I think you know her, actually. I think you met her. First of all, she thought I was Mexican for like two years. Oh yeah. Which shout out to all the are all the Mexican homies, but I'm not Mexican. And I've been I've been called Mexican before too. I can I guess I can see it for us, but like we've never claimed it. Yeah. So yeah, it's exactly. weird. Like if I claimed to be Mexican, if she was like, oh, "Are you Mexican?" I was like, "Yeah." I and then I was like, I would understand, <coughs> but I've never claimed to be Mexican. And she, when she asked you, like, are you Mexican? I was like, no. She's like, yeah, you are. And I'm like... I just told you I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like, why not lie about that? So, um... But I was like, yo, I'm about to get... Like, when I got my last tattoo, I'm like, yo, do you want to... Like, you want to come with me? I'm getting tattooed, and I'm going to go hit some other stuff. And she goes, you probably got, like, a bunch of girls with you. And it hit me. And I was like, man, you think I just got hoes? It was, like, on deck. I hate when that happens. But here's the thing. I have female friends, and I have dude friends. I have a couple dude friends here. You, <laughs> Asim. Okay, yeah. Well, even Asim, I, I don't really see that much. 
I don't really see like most of my dude friends don't really see that much to be honest. Yeah. Like you like Asim, Malik, Spencer, Jared. Like I don't really seen it seem that much. I don't know why. Dudes don't hang out with dudes though. Yeah, we do. You know how much it takes. You know, bro. I had to like schedule a fight. I had to schedule this fucking UFC fight, damn near for like to get like you, Jacob, and everyone together. And even then, like I've noticed, like dudes don't really like go. I think know what it is. Probably dudes just just don't go out. I think if dudes are already out, then dudes will go out. But like every time we've hung out, like if we if, like if we went out somewhere, it was because it was like yo, me and Michaela. Yeah. Or, like, yo, me and so-and-so. Oh, yo, me and, like, you know, it was always, like, me and Michaela or, like, hey, Michaela's, you know, cousins or whatever. Like, hey, we're all going out here. You want to come with? So, I don't think dudes really go out. I think dudes, like, if you were just, like, yo, we chilling. Like, I think that happens more. through type shit. Yeah, I think that happens more. It's, like, yo, you watching the fights? Yeah, all right, cool. I'll be there in 10. All right, bring food. Yeah, exactly. I think that happens more often than, like... Then a dude just like then like me calling you up and like yo you want to go to Valley Bar? I kind of miss Valley Bar. Valley Bar's kind of lit, but there's like eight like that whole bar is like that whole club's like eight square feet. Like I get why it's not open. Nah, they need like an MF Doom night. They probably would do that to be honest. They would do an MF Doom night. Imagine just playing fucking accordion on repeat. Accordion. <laughs> Or beef rap on repeat. <laughs> beef rap would be crazy. That would be nuts. Yo, I um, I re-listened to first of all, Yay Avengers. How long do we go? Thirty minutes without mentioning Kanye West. Fuck y'all. Yo, straight up. Um, I I was listening to my beautiful dark. Well, no, I listened to just Dark Fantasy. That's how I knew. I was like, all right, something's up. Cause I was like, yo, I wonder if there's a mix of Dark Fantasy that doesn't have Nicki Minaj talking. Not because I'm a Nicki Minaj hater. Just because that's a long-ass intro when I really just want to hear Kanye West go, I fantasize about this back in Chicago, that mercy, mercy me, that mercy Alago. Which is a hard-ass bar. But I was thinking about that the other day. And the thing is, he sounds mad focused on that album. Oh my god, dude. We're not, not, I mean, if we're going to get a deep dive into My Beautiful Dark, just fantasy, like, I listen to it. Does he feel as focused on any album since that? I listened to it all the way through again. I'm putting it over 808s. See what I mean? Like, I'm put, after listening to 808s and that in the same day, I'm putting it over 808s. <laughs> I'm telling that's, you. That's, that, that's, that's crazy for me to say because it's I'm a big, I'm the biggest 808s lover. But the thing is, he takes so much of 808s. Into my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Oh yeah, for sure. He takes a lot of 808s, and he takes a lot of like, you can see that but he's about to go down the path of Watch the Throne. My thing is, I feel like Jesus was the greatest follow up to my beautiful dark. In my um, opinion, that follow up was I crazy. I slightly disagree because I think that Life of Pablo is a little bit more of that like I produce and I rap type shit that he did on My Beautiful Dark. Yeah, but Jesus was like. A clusterfuck of everyone, and that's why Yeezus to me feels like, um, almost feels like an angrier sequel to 808s. It is, damn, that's true. That gave me chills thinking about it. Like, to me, like, know what it feels like to me? 808s feels like, like when your heart's broke, and Yeezus feels like when you get mad about it. Yep, when the anger comes, yeah, but if the anger comes, I love Yeezus, it's up there for me, dude. 
I love Yeezus. That's like there's some stuff that like, and this is one thing I have about I, I question I had about Kanye because he started doing this a while ago, but you hear it a lot on Yeezus. He mixes like civil rights icons, yeah, with like just fucking like wild shit. Because I remember he said um, on Good Morning, he says I'm like the fly. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm the fly Malcolm X by any jeans necessary. I was like, that's hard. Yeah. Because at that time, he was doing, like, semi-conscious shit, too. But I kind of want to know, like, because he... What do you say that was insane on I'm In It? I'll put my fist in there like a civil rights sign. I'm like... Damn. Yep. Ew. You. <laughs> and then, like, Blood on the Leaves, like, that's a Billie Holiday song about lynching. Yeah. And he flips it into, like... I actually don't know what that song's about, but... It's about love, dude. That song was about love. Yeah, not the first half. Love and lust, in my opinion. That's what yeah, that song was no, about. Yeah, that song was definitely in love and lust, yeah. But it's weird how he, like, flipped it, because I kind of wonder... He if starts we... talking about heartbreak, but then he talks about... Not having the money right now. Yeah, and shit. It's pretty crazy. I kind of like the stream of consciousness, yay, though, where you could tell that he was just like... Like, because the, later, Ye feels like he made the album over, like, a year and a half where he just, like, wrote down his feelings at, like, different points and was like, yeah. this kind of works here, this kind of works here. But, like, listening to My Beautiful Dark, like, he sounds so focused on that. It's weird. It's like, I was telling, I was talking to my mom about J. Cole because my brother's favorite rapper is J. Cole. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, my issues with J. Cole recently is that, and you can see this really when you watch his videos. Watch his videos from before K.O.D., yeah, you've told me this. And his, there's a we look in his eyes that's yeah, different, bro. Like, he looks like something, he doesn't look like his, there's energy in it. Which is crazy because, like, KOD is definitely his most energetic album. Nah. Energetic. 2014. Compared to ATM as your first track? I don't know, man. I don't know. Born Center was up there, too. With, but, like, energy no, no, when too. I say energy, I don't mean that, like, he sounds lazy. I mean that, like, like... You're not moshing to Land of the Snakes. Nah. You're moshing to ATM, though. Yeah, true. So that's what I mean by that. So I'm like, it's weird because like it's almost like he was trying to get the energy from the music. But then when I saw the fire came, come back on, is like when you watch the videos especially, is um, Revenge of the Dreamers. I think for J. Cole, having dreamville around him makes him better like way better oh for sure dude. i think he would have flamed out a couple years ago if it weren't for dreamville because i think that he was like think about who's in that room you have earth gang and all of that that they bring to the table you got boss in his perspective you've got jid and all that that he brings to the table and then their affiliates yep so like i think certain rappers like they need that's why i'm kind of wondering with kendrick omar I wonder if Black Hippie is going to be kind of his own thing outside of TDE. I think Top said there's never going to be a Black Hippie album. And I wonder if that's why, because, like, if I'm Kendrick, would I rather talk to Sir oh, bro, if you listen or to, Absol? If you li- Absol, for sure. But uh, if you listen to Absol albums and Schoolboy Q albums, you just hear Kendrick in the background. You hear his voice. And I'm, I'm, I wonder if, like, as TDE gets bigger, if you're going to have that We Were the Originals versus your SZA's, Isaiah's Rashad's. Yeah. Uh, Sir, who else is part of TDE? There's another dude. I can't remember his name. 
But I wonder if you're going to get, like, no, this is Kendrick Lamar TD. This is, or this is Black Hippie TD. These are the new guys TD. Yeah. Because I know they said they all fuck with each other, but, like, you can't. You're going to fuck with the dude that you came in with, like, 15 years ago. Way Way harder harder, than the dude that you, that you helped sign. You you know, Mm -hmm. even, because I remember I, I went to see, when I was in L.A. for Flognaw, we saw SZA. SZA brought out Sir. Sir brought out Kendrick. That was dope. Or maybe Sir brought... Or maybe I think SZA brought out Isaiah Rashad. Bro, I saw Kendrick for Good Kid Mad City. That's wild. But he opened up for Kanye at the Yeezus tour. Did he do... Was that during the Good Kid Mad City tour? Yeah. Well, that was during the era of Good Kid Mad City. So is he doing, like, rigor mortis and shit like that? Uh, Dude, I don't remember the set list. Because he had a live band, and at the time I didn't like live bands with uh, with hip-hop. So I was kind of over it, but now that I look back Wait, at it... Wait, he was doing that during Good Kid Mad City? Yeah, live bands and... But yeah, he played a lot of Good Kid Mad. He basically Do you like to pimp a butterfly? Yes. Do you like damn? Oh my, yes. What's your uh, Kendrick hierarchy? Like, which one's the best? Yeah. Oh man, to pimp a butterfly... I've been. I think my issue to pimp, with uh, to pimp butterfly is that I don't think I've gone back to it. Dude, I listened to it nonstop in 2015. That's what I'm saying. But like, did you go back to it? After yeah, that? I've been back to it a few times. Besides, like, all right, and King Kunta. Yeah, I have. I should try it again. I like for free. That's like my for free is good. That's a crazy song. But like, that's what I'm saying. It's it's wild because or the one where he's talking to Lucy. Oh my god, that shit was. Like, I think that's the craziest thing. Is that like. 2015, I argue, like, I'm, I'm fighting people on it now. That was probably the best year in rap that I can remember. 2014? 2015. Oh, yeah. So, Pimp a Butterfly, at, at Long Last ASAP, and Lupe Fiasco came out with Tetsuo and Youth in the same year. In the same, like, half of the year, too. That was, like, the first six months of the year. Yep. And they were just like, all right, bam, there's your three albums of the year. Mac. Good AM. He did. Oh, shit, that came out in 2005, too, huh? 2015, yeah. Or 2015, yeah. 2015. I remember that that tour was fucking. That's amazing. actually insane. Yeah, that's a really really good year. Because mm-hmm. even if like four and then all... a year after he came out with uh, Divine Feminine, which is probably one of the greatest love albums I've ever listened to for a rapper. Do you listen to love songs when you're not in love? Yeah, I do. Have you ever listened to Divine Feminine? Partly. You should listen to it all the I way mean, Yeah, I need to re-listen to it because I like Mac a lot, but I just... I think I fell out of Mac as I started discovering other rappers. No, I get which that. Which isn't fair to Mac, but... No, I, I get that, but... if Dude, the evolution of Mac, I don't think anybody's ever going to replicate that. Not just because, like, I'm a huge Mac fan and he's passed away. You know how crazy it is to go from party rapper to, like, introspective feminist? Dude, going from kids to freaking Macadelic was insane. When, I, from, like, when I heard Macadelic, dude, I I was shocked. I was like, dude, what is this? But in a good way. I was like, what is what is he doing? Like, what is he going through? He's one of the few white rappers who kind of understood. Like, he got it to me. Oh, yeah. Because, like, like him and BC Boys. Because BC, actually, no, that's what it was. That That is the, the what who did it. That is the template. It's BC Boys. They hate their first album. Yeah. License Dale, they hate that album. 
But going from like, oh, we're the frat rap, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, everybody get your Bud Lights rapper to like, later they were talking about like Buddhism and like meditation and introspective. Like, yeah, no, that's, that's it. That's how you have to do it. Yep. You know, but otherwise, agree. because here's the problem with people like Eminem is that Eminem didn't grow. He was kind of always, but he stayed consistent. So it's like, which one would you rather? I mean, have? in a way, he's grown. His lyric, his his lyric, his content he's hasn't not, really grown that much. He's not really talking about killing his mom anymore. Which I mean, that's a really low bar to set, but you get what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah, but like that's kind of I think that that's why people don't really just to make it fair for him is what I'm saying. Like, he's yeah, not... yeah, but like the thing is, like the growth of like from party rap. Like, imagine if like. Imagine if Lil Dicky came out tomorrow with a Macadelic with rapping about like how like real like like real shit. Actually, no, I'm not gonna put that on Lil Dicky because he does it in a weird kind of silly way. Imagine if Macklemore. Dude, came I out. think Lil Dicky's a good lyricist. Like aside from the jokes and shit, you get what I'm saying? Like he, yeah, I, I just his wordplay is pretty good. It is. It like, is. His content doesn't interest me that much. No, 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 exactly. I don't listen to him. Well, like, when I've heard him, like, freestyle, I'm like, damn, yeah, this dude, he can spit. Yeah, it's pretty he good. He can spit, you know? But there's a lot of rappers like that, and mostly white rappers, I'm going to say, just because I feel like white rappers feel like they have to be funny in order to get on, mm-hmm. or you have to be, like, Eminem, and, and when you try too hard to be Eminem without being Eminem, then you end up being Machine Gun Kelly, and when you try to joke your way to it, then you become... Um, G-Eazy. <laughs> nah, g like, you can tell he kind of takes it a little bit seriously. Like, then you got those guys that fall in the middle, but they're like... I don't like g for I don't some really reason. like g he's fine. He, he's, he's okay. I like at, one song by him. Yeah. At least with, like, g kind of seems like he could be a Yellow Wolf to me. Where Yellow Wolf's dope. Like, he's Yellow, very underrated. Yeah, he, like, I like Yellow Wolf because, like, I think g which I don't know how old he is, and I really don't know how long he's been rapping... But that's why I don't really kill younger rappers when they first start out, is because, like, you have not found your voice yet. Yeah. I don't care what you say. You have not. Lulu Zivert hasn't found his voice yet. Which Imagine is when crazy. he does. Imagine when he does. Yeah, exactly. So, like, when you're really, really young, you're just... And Kendrick even said that. Uh, said that. Like, he copied uh, Wayne. Yeah, he did. Like, Kendrick Listen just, to C4. Yeah, Kendrick just bit Wayne for, like... Dude, I remember when I like first discovered hours. Kendrick was C4. That mixtape. That was it? I think that's the name of it, right? Yeah, C4? Yeah. When he was he went by K Dot and I was like, Who is this dude? It was literally or was it C four? Some shit like no, that. No, yeah, C four. Yeah, the one where he literally copied the Carter three. Yeah. On the cover. And I was like, dude, this guy I, I kinda didn't like it at first. I was like, This this shit just copied Wayne. Like he was copying Wayne on that. And then when you re listen and then when you listen to like uh section eighty Oh my god! And Good Kid, Mad City. You're like, oh. Section 80 is such an underrated. I, I don't think it's underrated, but no, it is because people don't even call it an album. No, exactly. They call it a mixtape, but it's not. It's an album. It is an album. It had like national release. I remember that shit when it came out too. Oh my god! I like Section was, 80 a lot. It was so good. I like the story told on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Good Good Kid, Mad City came out, and I was like, damn, dude, this guy evolved very quickly. Yeah, he really did. And I wonder again. I I feel like. I've always said that the circle around you matters. And so I feel like that circle of Absol, Schoolboy Q, Top Dog, um, J-Rock, that's a really unique circle. You get a lot of different perspectives. Because J-Rock is kind of like, like, especially his older shit. Like, yo, J-Rock was signed to Strange at one time. Yeah. 
and like J-Rock's older shit, it sounds like almost like game-ish. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell like J-Rock like listened to a bunch of game. Schoolboy is basically Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Like with how like with with what instrumentals he picks and how he goes about his music like that's why I love Blankface, which I know you're more of a uh, Crash Talk guy, but Blankface I'm an oxymoron guy. Okay, I can give you oxymoron. But Blankface to me is that his best project ever. Yeah, yeah, no, because I, you can, like, I can't argue that either. All that it's shit that Schoolboy likes, you know, all that like kind of jazzy, funky type shit. He does like insanely gangster lyrics on. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, all right, cool. Can I have like George Clinton? Like, I want to do what Kendrick did, but I want to talk about shooting people. In a cool way. And you're, yeah. We're like, all right, yeah, no, that works. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't really like when Schoolboy does, like, love songs, though. Because, like, it sounds like he's really trying to be Ja Rule, but, like, it's really hard to be Ja Rule when you don't have Ashanti. Well, yeah, I mean, after listening to Blank Face a lot more. Not Blank Face, I'm sorry, uh, Crash Talk. There's a lot of throwaways on that album. There's, there's, a a, there's a lot of throwaways. For a while. Yeah, there's a lot of throwaways. He's got Num Num Juice. Chopsticks is okay. Num Num Juice is dope. Chopsticks is a club banger, you know. Yeah. Not really. It wasn't even played in the clubs, but. No. But, I mean, you can tell what, like, certain things are supposed to be. I think it's like, fine. Like, the one with Ty Dolla Sign, I don't like at all. I don't like that song. You know who I really, really want to see work with TDE more? Buddy. Vince Staples. Oh, okay, yeah, buddy. Well, he doesn't work with them at all, but, like, That'd be a great... No, so, no, him... Okay, so Vince Staples, the other dude that shocks me that he's not signed to TDE because I feel like they really, really missed out was Boogie. Okay. Not a Boogie with the hoodie. No, I know. Yeah. Boogie and Vince Staples, I'm shocked they didn't sign with TDE. Because if I'm top, and I mean, maybe there's some LA shit, which is why they didn't do it, but if I'm top, I don't even know who's signed, who, who Vince Staples is signed to. Yeah. And like... Because there's certain rappers that I kind of look for to work together. I'm shocked that, like, Lupe Fiasco and Kendrick have beef. It's like creative beef. But when you look at who Lupe works with, he works with Absol a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Like, Lupe has a song with, okay, so J-Rock has a song with Lupe. Mm -hmm. Lupe has, or not J-Rock, but Absol has a song with Lupe. And then, like, two albums later, Lupe has a song with Absol. Which, is, like, that makes a difference. So not only have they been on each other's songs, but I was messing around. And my brother, I had this challenge with my brother that he didn't think that I could have a through line for, like... I was like, yo, give me two artists and I guarantee you I can make a playlist that plays each of their music without them, like, directly featuring. So he was like, cool, Childish Gambino and Atmosphere. And I found that through line. Like, it mm-hmm. took a little bit. But I found a through line of like, okay, Charles Gambino made a song here with so-and-so, so-and-so made a song with so-and-so else, and you were able to find like a trail of artists where if it was like, like for example, we'll do a really, really easy one, um, Absol and, oh, we'll say like Mac Miller and fucking, we'll say Kendrick, which I know there's like the easy one there, but it's like, okay, Absol had a song, or Mac Miller had a song uh, called Easily, where he was with Chuck English and Absol. Absol had a song, you know, like you can. I like, get what you're saying. Yeah. And so what I realized, because I, I was, I thought that was gonna be a lot easier, because I thought that one of the singers that Nikki Jean, or I think she goes by Nikki Jean, it's either Nikki Jean or Nikki John, 
but Nikki Jean had a song, and I thought that she would have had a song that got me from Absol to Lupe Fiasco or something like that. It was something where I thought that the through line was going to be easier, but I'd take a detour. And dog, I found like six songs already that Absol, Nikki John, and Lupe Fiasco have made either with each other or with one of the other two. I was like, holy shit, we could have a whole album with just these three people. Nikki John, mm-hmm. Absol, and Lupe Fiasco, which would be fire. And so I kind of wonder, like, there's other artists that like, like Kilo Kish, Childish Gambino, and Vince Staples would be fire. Like Jaden Smith, Tyler Creator, and ASAP Rocky. Heavy and, nuts. But, like, I'm surprised that Jaden isn't signed to Odd Future. Yeah. I'm really surprised that Jaden isn't signed to Odd Future, if that's even a label anymore. No, it's Golf Link. Yeah, but Odd Future's done, dude. I thought the label was still called Odd Future, but I'm not, I think it might be just called Golf or Golf Link or one of the two. Probably. Cause like, regardless, Odd Future's done. Yeah, like, the is. group itself. I mean, he's, he brought out um, Earl Sweatshirt last time I saw him, so, like... Of course. I mean, they're all still cool and shit, but... To me, here's my thing. Who was in Odd Future? Uh, Donald Genesis, you had... Not a rapper. But still. Yeah, he rapped. He rapped, but he was, like, he was definitely more of a producer. Yeah, he was just fucking around and shit. But you really only had the internet, which even then Sid blew up and the rest of the internet kind of... Yeah, exactly. Like, kind of, sort of. Like, Steve Lacey's getting his, but... Like, so you have... Shout the, out to Sid, bro. She's amazing. She's great. Yeah. But you had Sid, you had Frank Ocean... You had Earl Sweatshirt and you had Tyler Crater. Yeah. You really only had four people in that clique. And they make music together fairly often. Like, Sid was on Flower Boy. Yeah. She did background vocals. Mm-hmm. And... Great album. Great album. Uh, I argue his best. Yeah, I know. I... I'm gonna go back on my word and say that Flower Boy was his best. What, what was it before? Igor. Um, Igor got a little bit too R&B for me, and then I had to re-listen to it from the perspective of this is an R&B album, and it got way better. I love, I love that album. Igor. When so I listened good. to it, expecting a rap album, I was like, "This is kind of shit." I wasn't expecting a rap album from it. I was expecting. That's not what I expected. I was though. basically expecting Flower Boy. I think Igor is Flower Boy on crack, dude. No, on steroids. No, here's the thing. I think Igor is Flower Boy without the crack. Okay. Igor, Igor is Flower Boy without Who That Boy. Yeah. Where he cuts off Blake Griffin's face and wears that as a mask. Yep. Which is fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's funny as shit. But, like, Igor is Tyler without all that. Like, which is fine. Like, it, it's good. Like, I like it. But it's way better. Than, I don't think it should have won Best Hip Hop Album. Like, not even close. It should have won Best R&B Album, though. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking specifics. And... Awards don't... Listen, let me get this straight right now. Awards don't fucking matter. No. But the thing to me that matters about, like, awards and shit, award shows, and, like, because my dad's like... What award did he win? The Grammy? He won a Grammy. He won a Grammy for it. But the thing, and I try to explain to my dad, like, why award shows and shit matter to me, is because, like, listen, we all know that awards don't mean anything, but you set a precedent for how the rest of the culture goes when you have Macklemore win Best Hip Hop Award. Best hip hop album over Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, that was nuts. You set a precedent now. It's so so stupid. for me now. It's like okay, cool. Now Post Malone can feels that Beer Bongs and Bentley is a rap album. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Now we get fucking corny shit from other rappers because well Macklemore won it. 
I like Post's first album. Other than that, everything else is ass. Stony, Stony's pretty good. Stony's pretty good. Is it Stony? I think so. Broken Whiskey Glass. Yeah. Yeah. That song's crazy. I love that song. I was listening to that today. I was that like, song's yeah. crazy. This this was before he went Hollywood and all that shit. Which again, if you want to, but go- that song with Ozzy's hard. Isn't it called like Hollywood's Burning or something? Like that? Hollywood, Hollywood's Burning is pretty cool. I listened to it all the way through, but I only like the beginning of it. Ozzy kills that shit. Ozzy fucking murders that shit for how old he is and a thousand. Yeah, exactly. He still killed that shit. Yeah, His he... voice is still Ozzy, you know. Yeah, especially because we're rock fans too. Like sleep, like spoiler alert. We listen to rock. Oh yeah, I listen. I love Black Sabbath. I love. Yeah, we listen to. I my love homeboy, Led Zeppelin. I love Pink Floyd. My obviously, my homeboy Nico, like that. He, we were just talking about rock, and like, we didn't. Re- like, it's funny because like David Bowie. Yeah, that's my guy. I never really listened to David Bowie. Go listen to Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders on Mars. What does it on sound Mars. like? Because like my thing is, I don't really like certain type of rock. Is it guitar based? I love guitar based. A lot shit. of guitar. Okay, good. A lot of guitar. Um, I'm a little surprised you haven't listened to David Bowie. I'm very selective. This album is my favorite by him. Um, Sent, just throw music at me, bro. I'm always, no, here's, I'm always no, down no, to no, listen. No, no, We're about to get demonetized. No, no, we're not going to listen to it. I'm just saying, like, throw music at me. Send it to me. Yeah, for sure. My personal favorite. So, the thing about David Bowie is that he has a lot of different personas, which, to me, is fucking rad. Yeah. Um... No, I'm not saying I'm not taking anything away from David Bowie because like I know who he is. Well, that's the thing. It's like, well, does he sound like? It's like, okay, well, does he sound like Let's Dance? Does he sound like Under Pressure? Does he sound like? like yeah, check exactly. Us out. Okay. Yeah, I can fuck with that. It's it's pinkish. There's some pink in there. There's. It sounded very. It sounded like Beatles to me. A little bit of Beatles. A little bit of Beatles. And I'm not like a huge fan of the Beatles. I wasn't either, until I listened to uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and I was like, Oh, okay, no, I see why y'all got. I have a bone to pick with you. Why? Because I remember this one time you said that Pink Floyd stole blue sound, and you said their first three albums were blues related. I listened to their first three albums. They were very psychedelic rock. There was no blues incorporated. All right. Let's check this out. Because Pink Floyd definitely did have a lot of blue shit. But... Dark Side of the Moon is very blues. Wish You Were Here is very blues and country and... All right. Let me find their first album. Because their first album was... First album. I'll pull it up, too. Yeah, this is what... um, Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Psychedelic Rock. Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Saucer Full of Secrets. And this is what I mean. This is kind of blues. I don't know. That's a stretch. It's not really bluesy. Holy shit. This sounds really good. In a way, I get what you're saying. but I That's don't think, bluesy. I don't think they still sounds. You know who... Well, and here's the thing, too. Led Zeppelin was the ones that stole sounds. Yo, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin stole the sounds. Well, here's the thing, too, is that... Um, they all worked Led together. Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin really did. Like, yeah, Led, Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin for Led sure. Led Zeppelin's it's, first it's three albums proven. definitely did. It's proven that they stole yeah. music. Um, Which is crazy, because, like, they turned into metal, which... Yeah. 
Like when you listen to like Zealand, well, Zealand Nutter is not a good example because they definitely do sound bluesy. But um, when you listen to modern metal, like they don't sound anything like yeah. Led Zeppelin. Um, no, I'll take that criticism. I'll take that hit. No, that's that's fucking psychedelic rock right there. They, there's a lot of psychedelic. That's rock. blues the same way Jimi Hendrix is blues. Yeah, exactly. That's what that is. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Can you imagine if Jimi Hendrix? That's one thing I was talking to my dad about. Like, when did features become a thing? That's like a good question. features. That's a good question because... Because, like, Eddie Van Halen played guitar on uh, Beat It. Yeah. And David Bowie, you can hear him, is on Under Pressure. But we don't know that. We just, like... Can you imagine if, like... Like, your fucking head would explode if you saw the Jimi Hendrix Experience featuring David Gilmour. Dude, both of them on guitar. Like, I'm getting chills thinking about that like, freaking duo right it's now. It's crazy to me because, like, I don't know when that would have started. Maybe Run DMC and Aerosmith? Maybe? Yeah. Like, when did you start seeing features? Because now, like, you see, like, that's like part of the... Like, accredited features? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I want to know. I would say, like, the 80s, maybe. Maybe, but, like... Because I'm trying to... Okay, so... I can't think of a huge feature song from the 80s that said so-and-so featuring so-and-so. Yeah. Now, the 90s, I can name a bunch. Mm-hmm. Like, easy one. Black Street featuring Dr. Dre, No Diggity. Yep. But I want to know when those features, like, a credited feature on a song where it wasn't like, oh, we had, we had David Bowie sing background because apparently Freddie Mercury wasn't weird enough. We need another fucking alien. Have you ever heard Have a Cigar by Pink Floyd? Yeah. None of the members sang that song. Who One sang of their it? friends did. <laughs> because none of them could get the pitch right. Because if you listen to that song, it's very, like, uh, condescending and... Yeah. Like, just... Yeah. Condescending. That's the only word I can think of. But one of their friends did it. I just read a story about... Uh... And everybody thinks it's David. And it's just like a dude. Yeah, but this guy's pretty. He's like pretty known in you know, the UK and shit. But over here we're like, no, nah, fuck that nerd. Yeah, we don't know who he is. I kind of want to be that person, to be honest. Where like, you're on like a very famous fucking album. And like, well, like think about it, like think about this, think about it this way. So I think I might have told you this. I'm not sure if I told the pod though. Um, atmosphere and holy shit, is atmosphere going through it right now? Have you heard about the? allegations in Minneapolis no dog like their entire hip hop scene has been like like almost everyone in their hip hop so here's the thing about Minneapolis hip hop it's not like other cities to be honest but it like they're primarily dominated by two cliques you have the Rhyme Sayers clique and you have Doomtree and they have a lot of like there is some overlap but like Doomtree is like I think eight people and Rhyme Sayers now because they're less Minneapolis and more national they have different artists I think Rhyme Sayers Rhyme Sayers is basically like the all star team for underground hip hop so like MF Doom is signed to Rhyme Sayers Dilated Peoples is signed to Rhyme Sayers Atmosphere is signed to Rhyme, Say- Rhyme Sayers like they're kind of the all star team yeah but like a lot of their acts that like are currently out are like almost all of them are from Minneapolis Dem Atlas POS Prof like dog I don't remember when I heard it but it, like half of both clicks have gotten in trouble for sexual assault or sexual misconduct. Dude, do you know how crazy that is? The Minneapolis hip-hop is not a big circle. This isn't New York. 
Yeah. This isn't New York where we find out where, where we find out ASAP Barry's are on some fuck shit, so we kick him out of ASAP Mob. This is like imagine if like half of ASAP Mob and like half of Rock Nation all got in trouble for the same thing. Mm-hmm. You'd be looking at like a collapse. And so I'm like, holy shit, like Doomtree and oh my fuck, dude. But um I was watching a video when the Timberwolves got their new uniforms. And the Timberwolves basically just, like, got everyone from Rhymesayers and, like, a couple people from Doomtree to introduce new uniforms. And I was like, holy shit. What if one day they, the Suns were like, all right, listen, you guys are legends around here. We want you guys to introduce new uniforms. So that's kind of what I've been working towards. And, like, that's why I was telling my dad. Because he was like, well, yeah, and I know that you want to expand all over the place. I'm like, not really. Besides Arizona, the only place I would go is back home. I go back to Hawaii. That's it. Now, I do want to eventually... I was talking to him, too, because what I want to do with Starving Artists eventually is franchise it out, but in, like, a different way. So, like, let's say that... Like, let's say your cousin in New York is like, yo, my cousin, he's been telling me what you've been doing with Starving Artists. I want a piece. All right, cool. I'm going to franchise this name out to you, and I'm going to, you know, help you start it out. I'll be over there, like, I'll be in New York for, like, six months. I'll help you start it up. And then if you can run it for ten years, you can just have it. Mm-hmm. We take all the branding back, but you can just have it. Like, that's what I want to do, too, because, like, I want it to be where I'm just constantly helping people grow. Like, that'd be so dope if, like, hey, listen, man, you started this in 2020. If you can keep it going by 2030, it's completely yours, no questions asked. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad's like, well, 10 years is a long time for a franchise. Yeah, but if you can run a business for 10 years, you deserve that business. I'll take Arizona and Hawaii. Because I live in Arizona and I grew up in Hawaii. I'll take those two. That's all I want. Just keep me out west. If you want to do one in Jacksonville, cool. If you want to do one in fucking Omaha, cool. Go for it. Like, I don't really, you know, as long as you can run this for 10 years. And if you can't, well shit looks like either this wasn't the right market this wasn't, yep. you know there's a bunch of other things so I'm like damn if you could like and I think that'd be revolutionary like imagine if that was McDonald's imagine McDonald's was like listen you can have this franchise for 10 years you can get there man and after that you can just have it yeah imagine what that would do for local business where it's like no 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 like we'll like we're gonna like this your franchise for 10 years but after those 10 years I don't want your money I don't want you you all you gotta worry about is the branding. You've built your customer base over ten years. You can have it. You can do whatever you want now. Don't call it like you know, it, don't you're not starving artist anymore. But yeah, you can do what you want. Yeah. I think that's a super cool idea that I, I, I really wanna enact in the future. It'll work out, man. Um it's gonna get there. That one is like way in the future though. No no for sure. But that one like I would there. have to be like in my forties or fifties to Yeah. Like, that one is not, like, you know, 32-year-old Brave and, like, yo, man, you want to do a friend? No, like, that's, like, like years got some years, skin in the yeah. game, gray in the 20 beard. 20 years from now. Yeah, yeah, that one. But it's kind of like what I posted on Instagram yesterday. Like, it's, like, my plans are just to be, like, yo, imagine if we can. Because I told, so there's this dope dude out of Miami. He's a rapper, uh, Starve Marv. He goes by King Negus. Huh. It's, that's cold. That's dope. And, um. But there's this dude out of Miami, and he's been doing graphic design, which I was like, all right, cool, that's fucking dope. 
and I chopped it up with them because I wanted him to do some design for some tournaments, like the, all the tournaments and events I'm planning on doing next year. And he was like, don't you think that's kind of a lot, you know, for your first year is to hold five tournaments in the summer? I'm like, oh, dude, yes. Or I think it's six tournaments, actually. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. That's a lot. But if I can do that, he's like, oh, dude, you're set for the next five years. Oh, yeah. Like, like he's a thousand percent right. That is a lot. That is a heavy-ass weight. Yeah. But... Shit, if that happens... Why not, man? Yeah. And, and like, because, honestly, it, like, shit might not. It, like, straight up, like, it just might not happen. It might ha- It might be where, like, yo, listen, you can only get four events out this year. Yo, listen, you can only do two. Yo, listen, this fell through, that fell through. I'm almost positive I can get all six events out. Um, because most of them are just like, hey, man, can I have the park? For, like, three hours. Yeah. And so most of them are basically just that. But... I think that that'd be super fucking crazy if, like, holding six events. Because I, I, I'm not sure if... Have I shown you the events I want to do? Yeah. I want to do I a, think so. a basketball tournament, yep. a rugby tournament, a five-on-five soccer tournament. That one's going to be a little bit tougher to pull. Mm. I, I already know. Um, I want to do a video game tournament, and I want to do something for Juneteenth. Hell yeah. So, But that's like a barbecue. That's fucking easy. Yeah. Like, yo, can I rent this gazebo? Yeah. All right, cool. Hey, can you guys bring cornhole? Can you guys, you know, bring, you know, bring a football? You know, bring some hot dogs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's easy. I can do that. That's mm-hmm. like, um, maybe bring a stage and have like an open mic type. Hmm. Hey, ideas. There we go. But other than that, like that's easy. You know, I don't because what I would like to see Juneteenth. Like I like. Did you do anything for Fourth of July? Fuck no. I mean, it was a Saturday, so you just did Saturday shit. Yeah, exactly. I just, it was a normal day for me. Yeah, I just, like, I woke up and I was like, do I still skate? Yeah, I do. Yeah, exactly. It but, like, for me, it was like, eh, whatever. But, like, I would like Juneteenth eventually to be, like, I want Juneteenth to be, like, what you see. I want Juneteenth to be for black people what you see, like, like, when you see, like, uh, well, you're from New York. So, imagine, like, because I'm from Chicago. So imagine, like, what St. Patrick's Day is. Not St. Patrick's Day. That's a shitty example. I actually don't want to be like St. Patrick's Day. Albanian Parade Day. Oh. <laughs> if I want Juneteenth to be for black people, like... Actually, no. Like, that's actually a really good example. Like, the Puerto Rican, uh, yeah. Puerto Rican Day parades and yeah. shit. Or New York, I, just, I guess it's just when the Yankees won a World Series. <laughs> I've seen those parades. You guys go fucking nuts. <laughs> and for a while, it was, like, every, like, three years. I was like, yeah, right. Um... Shout out to Nico, who's a big Yankees fan. For actually, I found out why it's kind of a cool story, but um, he's Panamanian, and so he's a big fan because Mariano Rivera. Oh, it makes sense. I was like, yeah, you're not even from New York. He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> All right, fair. Yeah. But um, no, I want Juneteenth to be like the kind of day where like, why can't we have fireworks on Juneteenth? Why can't we have a parade? Like, you know. Yeah. I guess Pride Day for Black people. Exactly, man. My dad, me and my dad were talking, and I was like, or me and my dad, my brothers, and I was like, hey, do you think, like, the blacks could talk to the gays in, like, trade months? Like, we'll give you February if you give us Pride Month. Like, we'll give you Black History Month if you give us Pride Month. And, like, the, my problem is, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, they not only do they, they lose two days in that deal, they also lose 
the weather. Because, like, I feel like a pride parade in February would be whack. In most of the country. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like February, like, I don't know who's going to a pride parade in, like, tight-ass rainbow shorts in February. There's some people that might do it. Yeah, but, like... Like, Action Bronson, he wears shorts everywhere. That's a tough trade, though. Like, as a member of the black delegation, like, the black front office is like, we got to throw in a pick. I don't want to, but we got to throw in a pick. At least two picks. So we have to give you, like, February and, like, a first-round pick? First-round pick. For Pride Month? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good trade. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like I, if I'm... if that's I'm funny if I'm, You know, if I'm talking to the gay front office, I have to be like, we're getting Valentine's Day. Yeah. But we're losing arguably the best month to have a parade because you're coming out of may so it's still warm yep but it's not like that weird cool springtime you're not encroaching on fourth of july you're right in the middle that's the perfect month for a parade so i'm like damn what would we have to do to swap out like because we don't have a like i don't know i'm trying to figure it out hmm i don't know that many gay people so i can't be like yo listen like, I can talk to, like, the three or two that I know. Actually, no, I know one who might actually go with it. But we got to talk to them. It's like, uh, you remember the Dave Chappelle racial draft? Yes. When they were making trades? That's kind of how I treat this. I'm like, yo, we'll trade you Black History Month for Pride. I'm like, throwing a first-round draft pick. But... <laughs> who would be the first-round draft pick? I don't know. Pick? That's another problem. <laughs> who would be the draft pick, man? Frank Ocean? Frank, hey. Hey. I heard he's not even gay, though. I heard he's bi. Which I guess is, like, still... Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We are not the authority on this. Yeah, don't. don't. We're not. Don't quote us. Do I have... I have one gay friend that I was in the army with. Do I have gay friends? I'm sure you do, but, like... Do I have gay affiliates? Here's the thing, is that, like... When gay we say affiliate. this... That sounds so bad, gay It does. Affiliate. It sounds really bad. Sorry. Um, here's the thing, though. It's, like... <laughs> For us personally, and this isn't for everyone, so like, and I wasn't going to say don't judge us, but like, if you want to judge us, judge us, whatever. We don't go out enough to have, like, just yeah, friends exactly. in general. No, but every person that I've come across that is gay is like the coolest person. I'm super cool with you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have no problem. I'm not like one of those I've people I've probably like, met you one or two times. Dude, and I have no problem, like, you know how people always say, oh, I, they better not hit on me. Dude, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I had a gay roommate when I was in the army, and uh, it, it, he said something that was very, really interesting to me because I never thought about it before. But we uh, <laughs> we met up later, and I was like, "Yo," because he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna be in this city." I'm like, "Yo, I live like ten minutes away. Like, I'll come see you." And first of all, the funny thing was that like he always said that I was a better dresser than he was, and I always said, "Well, fucking, of course I am." <laughs> Like, I'm a better dresser than a lot of people. Just, like, full stop. Like, yo, don't, don't, don't judge the uh, fucking cargo shorts. Because I actually got a, I got a plan with Don't judge the knees. No, you can judge my fucking knees. My knees are great. And, yo, my, here's the thing that's crazy to me. I, I'm, I'm barefoot so often now. Because, like, if I just go, like, kick in the backyard. I'm, like, turning, like, like, I'm one color now. Like, before I wore sneakers so often, my 
feet were like completely different. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I'm chilling. Like I'm on my hippie shit. Like I'm walking around in the backyard barefoot, just like grounding, watering plants, bro. Like. <laughs> but um, no, like the funny thing. So we we went out and uh, we went to a restaurant before we 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 we're gonna go see Batman Superman, which was shit. But we went to a Mexican restaurant right beforehand, and I didn't. And this dude was into Latinos, and it hit me. I'm like, yo, gay people have types too. And I don't know why I never thought about that before, but it was just like, yo, my world has changed. Yeah. And then it hit me because I remember one time he was like, yeah, you're definitely not my type. And I, uh, my gaydar doesn't tell me that you are gay at all. And I was like, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I guess cause you're definitely not my type. I'm like, well, why the fuck not? I can see why. I can yeah. see why. Never mind. Never mind. Just, just that tone and that aggression. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, I get it. I understand. It's understandable. Yeah. I definitely understand. That's the funny thing when you talk to, I don't know, man. I don't know why I'm alone. And then you talk to me like, no, nah, I get it. There's a lot that I'm like, yeah, no, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Not even on some sad shit. Just on some like, yeah, no, if I... If I called someone and didn't pick up the phone until like an hour and a half later, and I was just like, "Yo, what's up?" Yeah, I probably, I probably wouldn't call back either. <laughs> if I was like, "Listen," because I, the girl that canceled on me, um, the chick that I was supposed to go see this weekend, who's like, "Yo, she says some wild shit too," and I'm so glad we're not naming names, and I'm so glad that nobody listens to this podcast because <laughs> people listen, man. People, people do listen. listen. No, people do listen. We love you if you're listening. Yes, thank I'm you. I'm cracking jokes because I'm, I'm, I'm in a good mood today. But, um, no, she's like, well, I, I'm just nervous because there's going to be a lot of people over at my house and I just don't want them to see you. Which, on one hand, like... That's fucked up. On one hand, I'm like, we're just smashing. On the other hand, I'm like, I get it. And on yet another hand, I'm like, That's you fucked then? up. Yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, it's only whatever. But I think the funny part is like, with me personally, like, I can definitely understand certain things. And with me, what I try to tell people all the time is, like, listen, I just want you to know, I might be in my feelings just because I'm a Pisces, but at the same time, I've been through a lot of shit, and I have no problem just cutting people off. And the thing is, I won't cut you, and I've said this before for sure, I have no problem, like, it won't be cutting you off, like, I hereby declare I'll never speak to her again. It'll just be like, yo, like, and the girl that, um... This is actually funny. One of the girls, the girl that I actually uh, hung out with when I got tattooed, she was like, oh, I just want to be friends. I was like, that's fine. I just want you to know it's a completely different thing. And she's like, oh, that's fine. Okay, cool. And I, and I didn't talk to her for like two or three weeks. And she was like, you used to call me all the time. Why don't you call me anymore? Well, we're just friends now. Yeah, but you talk to your friends more than this, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah, me and Richie, like, talk, talk. Before the podcast, it was like, what, maybe once, twice a week? Yeah, something like that. I might send you something on Instagram, like, every day. Just yeah, like, yo. exactly. Yo, peep this dude who did it between the legs and a pair of fucking Converse. Yeah. Well, like, talk, talk? Nah, man, it's not very often. Like, I keep my circle small, pause. Same. Pause, me too. I don't know if I need to pause it, but fuck it. Pause, skis. Pause, skis. Well, yeah, we got to start saying poskies. Poskies. Well, I'm going to... You look fucking exhausted. No, no, no. I'm going to end it off by saying this. 
I appreciate this podcast because of the fact that it gets me out of my dark space. That's the goal, man. Honestly, at the end of the day, this podcast is for us. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what this podcast is for. So I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Go on reminiscent.com, support the hey, movement. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> support us back. Like we love you now. We yeah. love you now. Love us back. Hey. Buy some sneakers off me. <laughs> if I'm still selling them. Hey, I just saw a pair of slides for sixty dollars on the, on uh, Nike. They got a fanny pack in them though. Oh yeah, I've seen those. I'm thinking about getting them. Those I have no dope. business getting those shits. There's man. no point. Yo, I just bought a deck of playing cards today for forty dollars. Hey man, I spent a lot of money on a pair of shoes the other day. I can't talk. They're fifteen. They're fifteen dollars. Just the deck was fifteen dollars. I was like, the word. They're from Mastermind. This deck is ill. I gotta show you this deck. This deck is ill. And um, shipping from Japan is twenty four dollars right now. Damn. I was like, yo. Listen, I understand my country's a little shitty, but twenty four dollars shitty. And of course, my dumbass was still like, yo, fuck it. I'm going to show you this deck of playing cards if my phone ever fucking comes up. Yo, shout out to Mastermind being just expensive as shit. Yeah, it's worth it. That's a cool, like, setting piece for your room. I'll play with those. Just like like this trash can. Yeah, that's hard. See, uh, actually, no, that's what I want to talk to you about today. We can definitely go another 15 just off this. My new favorite thing, I think I mentioned this to you last time, is finding accessories from brands that are, like, super luxury. Yeah. So, like, I have a Bape pen. I have a human-made, like, shoelaces. I have Mastermind playing cards. And I think I thought about that because of Supreme. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really want a Supreme shirt, but a Supreme... I sold my only Supreme shirt the other day. Well, which one was it? The world is yours, the Scarface one. Didn't fit me anymore. Okay. But, like, a Supreme, like, I don't even know. Like, of course, everyone thinks of, like, the crowbar or the brick, which both are hilarious. Both are stupid. That's why I think I like them so much is because, like, they're so silly just to have. It's like, um, like, Adidas has a new mask. First of all, that's hard. Yeah. But, like, I think I really, really like those accessories of, like, like go think next time you go to, like, a luxury brand website, not even luxury, it's, like, a super, like, like streetwear-type website. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, Billionaire, Bo- Billionaire Boys Club has, like, random shit, too. Just, like, yo, do you want a lanyard? Okay. You want an ashtray? Yeah, it's, exactly. Stuff like that. Stuff like that. I think that's my new favorite thing to find, where it's, like, these, you know high-end brands but it's like just stuff just stuff stuff is fun like the anti-social social club like trash can is like just fucking dude i bought that at wings closet i was like this is pretty dope i want it do you use it no i might just throw like random shit in it the like gum wrappers and shit throw some fucking money in there Nah, man, what you gotta do? You gotta Make have Make it that. a piggy, big, big, uh, piggy bank. There you go. Yeah. I literally just have throw a, hundreds in there. Just <laughs> no, think about it. You could save a lot of money. You could. I have a jar that says tattoo money. Yeah. I got it from Inked. It just says tattoo money on it. Word. Paying for a jar that you put money in is hilarious, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's just funny to me. But 
No, I just I, I just found that's like my new favorite thing is just like, yo, you want a deck of playing cards from Mastermind? And you're like, duh. All right. You're not gonna ever use them. I might use them. I mean, I'm one of those guys who uses shit though. Okay. So like my bait pen, I use. My human made pen, I use. Well, I mean that one's kind of shitty, but it has a twist top. Yeah. To get the to get the uh, to get the actual pen. So when you write with it, it just like slowly goes like, away. Back, and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> shit. I thought we were gonna get 15 minutes. We got like three from that. Yeah, it's all good though. Fuck it. Hour 20. At least you motherfuckers are getting a whole podcast today. Yeah, exactly. Sorry I found about a way the other day. To, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. We're gonna get like three listens, and people are like, "These motherfuckers went for three hours like a month ago." Hey, I'll keep you posted on the fights this weekend because my mom, <laughs> my mom <laughs> called. So I was talking to my mom, and I was like, "Hey, just let you know, the fights are this weekend." She's like, okay, I don't care. And I'm like, okay, you say that. <laughs> Hang on there, hot shot. I was like, listen, I got people coming over. She's like, like who? And I was like, Richie and Jacob. She goes, I don't know who Jacob is. I'm like, okay, I know. That's why she's coming over. Or that's why he's coming over. She's like, well, who else? I'm like, Jacob, his girl, Richie, his girl. She's like, that's a lot of people. I was like, yes, yeah, a little bit. And I was like, if you don't want to do it, just let me know. And she goes, listen, you can talk to your dad. But I never thought that the fight for COVID was a good idea. The fight for <laughs> the COVID. The fight for COVID. Is so funny. Dude. That's hilarious. She also, so I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, no, talk to your dad about it. I'm like, no, that's... That's out of the way now. We that's need to talk not, about the fight for no, COVID. The fight for COVID? She's like, yeah, you guys want to bring COVID in this house so bad. And last time you were... Yo, this was funny. Because you remember when I was like super sick in January. Yeah. She goes, the last time you were bizarrely ill. Bizarrely ill? Bizarrely ill. It's eleven thirty. Where are you getting these phrases? I was bizarrely ill in January too. We definitely had it, right? Dude, I feel like I had it, bro. We definitely had that. That shit. cough was nothing when I've ever I had before. When I woke up and I couldn't breathe, and I was like, "Oh, I'm dying today." Yeah, exactly. I went to the doctor, bro. Yeah, the, you know, what my up, doctor said he said it was a virus. So did mine. My doctor said it was a virus that ant- antibiotics can't help you with. Yeah, so did mine. Wow. So piece of shit. Yeah, so I definitely got COVID. I think I did. I'm almost positive that I did. Yeah, literally positive that I did. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Like I didn't get tested or anything because it wasn't a thing. In I'm January. for sure. If I get tested, they're gonna be like you're asymptomatic. Right? Isn't that the word? Yeah. So are if you already had it at one point, are don't you test positive for it? I don't know. Or it, does it go out of your system? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know shit. Is it like about herpes it. where like everyone has it? Just <laughs> I don't have herpes. I don't have herpes either. Uh, Thank goodness. That's us knocking on wood. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but alright, man. That is where we gotta end it. This is where we end it. Yeah, that is where we gotta end it. So let's see. Reminiscent.com. Reminiscent.com. Official Reminiscent on Instagram. Hey, Reminiscent can... Richie on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can follow Starving Artists on um, on Instagram now or on uh, Spotify now. You can actually follow because I finally fucking got a sub, uh, premium subscription. Hell yeah. But um, all of the music, all the uh, uh, fucking playlists that I did under my name under Braven are all on starving artists starving artists now and I made one giant playlist that's constantly being updated that's every that's it has music from every every playlist that we've ever done except the Christmas one hell yeah 
That's dope. You know how fucking lame it'll be to have the Christmas one going up? It's like, damn, man, he's right about zeal and ardor. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to like these Negro spiritual, you know, sat satanic Negro spiritual songs. And next up is Mariah Carey with All, <laughs> all I Want for Christmas. Nah, get the fuck out of here with that. Get the fuck out of Love here. Love you, Mariah, but like, chill. Yeah. Shout out to Mariah for making a whole career off Christmas music. Facts. Hey, shout out to her. Shout out to her for still being a baddie. I don't know why people say she's not. She's bad. Yeah. But anyway, that was our Toxic Boys segment. Yeah. It wasn't that toxic. Nah, not really. Should we get toxic? Yo, if we actually do pod this Saturday, I, I kind of got to say some wild shit. I got to make up wild shit to say because my shit's not even that wild. It's just... We just got to say some stupid shit to get the crowd going. Gotta be provocative. Provocative. Yo, Michaela. So I told this chick that, like, yo, it's like I actually don't believe that. I just want to say some wild shit for the pod. <laughs> Hell yeah! But all right, y'all. We may see you on Saturday. You'll definitely see blurred lines on Saturday. Me and Legend were arguing about something nerdy the other day that we're gonna come end up agreeing on, as is tradition. Um. Yeah, that's, that's it. So we got reminiscent Richie. Yo, the moon child. What you? Good. What was the nickname? Yeah, you're the moon child. Oh, the fifth wheel. And uh, we got Reminiscent Richie, the moon child, and we got Brave and the Grown Up Kid, aka Mr. Fifth Wheel. Yes. All right, and we out. Be safe. Be safe. Wear a mask. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Wear a mask. <laughs>